They need to win this one. The Packers heading into Sunday's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a record of five and six. The Bucks are four and seven. The voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, is joining us. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Jane. This is a game we should be able to win. Yeah, at home against Tampa Bay, a team that comes in, uh, yeah, with uh, just four wins, I, I would think so. But um, the one thing about the Bucks is they are getting their quarterback back, and Jameis Winston's been out the last three games with a shoulder problem. He's coming back, and I'm sure that'll give him a boost. There's no doubt about that. Their record certainly doesn't show it, Wayne. But but the Bucks do have some talent on offense. You mentioned Jameis Winston, but that wide receiver group, man, they just got some talent there. Yeah, they have uh, Mike Evans is one of the best wide receivers in the game today. He's a big guy, um, doesn't run perhaps as fast as some of the premier wide receivers, but he gets it done with his size. He's 6'5", 231, I mean, bigger than tight ends used to be, and yet he's got uh, great ability with the, uh, at the ball, and, and that's the thing. They'll throw it to him when he's covered, and he will outjump the defensive back and make the play, and so this is a concern. There's no question about that. Um, the other guy to look for is Deshaun Jackson, interesting slot receiver. He... Uh, unlike most slot receivers who run those short patterns over the middle, that type of thing, we call them the underneath routes. This guy runs more of what would be a um, a wide receiver tree of routes. Uh, he runs the go routes, the post, the sideline routes, that type of thing, out of the slot. Interesting cover for Demarius Randall. So this is uh, a game where the uh, offense should, I guess, reign supreme at least, uh, it, it would appear. But for the Buccaneers defensively, they certainly have had their problems, especially in pass defense. They're about middle of the pack against the run, but boy, they really struggle defending the pass. Yeah, they do. They've uh, they've had some issues, certainly, of the back line of their defense. Uh, but up front, they've got some people you have to contend with. There are two people uh, the Packers must get blocked in this ball game. One of them is one of the best defensive tackles uh, in the league, Gerald McCoy. Uh, many times an All-Pro, he uh, leads defensive tackles in the league with ten t- uh, tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, and for an interior guy, he gets to the quarterback quite a bit, five sacks. And the other guy is uh, a guy by the name of Levante David, outside linebacker. He uh, leads outside linebackers and tackles behind the line of scrimmage this year as well. These are two guys they have to get a hat on, both in, in the running game and in the pass protection. Voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, looking ahead to Packers-Buccaneers uh, game on Sunday at noon. If they lose, Wayne, should I just pack away my lucky green and gold socks and, and wait until next year? Oh, no, Jane, you got to play out the whole season now. Don't be one of these fair weathers that leaves the game early, that type of thing. No, 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 you play it out the whole way. And by the way, we're not considering that. <laughs> um, it is something unusual, though. I mean, the Packers have been to the playoffs for eight straight seasons. Uh, you know, if you go back to the 1970s and 80s, that would have been something that would have been unheard of because it was seemingly so far removed from what was happening in the 1960s under Vince Lombardi, the team of the decade, one of the generational teams. Uh, in NFL history, but this has been an unprecedented run of success that the Packers have had. I don't know if they're, they're going to know what to do with themselves if they don't make it to the postseason. <laughs> yeah, it's as you mentioned, it's been a regular occurrence, and it's not over yet. You know, they were in a similar situation a year ago, much different in that they had their quarterback at that point in time, but um, you know, this is one of those games they, they you have to get a win at home. They've lost three in a row at home, which is highly unusual. I don't care who's quarterbacking them, uh, but that's uh, this. they get this game game done here and you can kind of take it one step at a time. Dallas won a big game last night for them to kind of hang around that um, playoff race. Uh, I think the Packers know it's going to take 10 wins to get in. 
Um, and even depending, and, and of course, 10 wins will probably mean you're coming down to uh, tiebreakers as well. So, um, you know, that's going to be, it's going to be difficult. But nonetheless, that's the plan to win five games on the way in and, and get this thing to 10 and 6 and see where they sit at that point. Wayne, you have a new podcast up as well, don't you? Yeah, we do. It's uh, the preview of this game coming up and also some thoughts on the college football playoff system. You know what's interesting about that is that there are a lot of teams sitting there with one and even two losses that a lot of people are rationalizing could and should be in the Final Four regardless. Here's Wisconsin, the only undefeated team among those in contention, and yet if they lose, everyone says they're definitely out. So uh, I think there's a little bias going on here, but if the uh, if the Badgers can take care of business uh, tomorrow night against Ohio, Ohio State, they're going to be in. There's no question in my mind about that. It's going to be an exciting weekend. Voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. We'll talk to you Monday, hopefully after a big Packers win, Wayne. All right, guys. We'll talk to you Monday. Thanks. Absolutely. Win or lose or try. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll talk to you on Monday.